0: Come on. The name is Law Nation. Without hesitation, nor deviation to the matter, let's continue to grind to shine. Mic check, one. Mic check, two. Let's go. Law Nation is here, hear ye, hear ye, come on, yeah, come on, they really say, hate no party like a cowboy party, yeah, load them up we can't do nothing right baby five four three two and one let me see some stars in the chat let me see some blue hearts is there a heart in the house tonight (laughs) stand up (laughs) let me know (laughs) <laughs> what's good y'all all right so i know you guys heard the news uh shout out to everybody happy holidays to you all that's tuning in uh yeah i know you guys heard the news eddie george he, he came out and said that hey the, the number one problem with the cowboys Dak prescott number four and i get what a lot of people say about Dak prescott let's Where can we find a middle ground, right? Where can we find a middle ground? Because this team, the Dallas Cowboys, will always be a team that will always be divided, right? So when you don't agree with something, at least have a solution, right, instead of complaining. That's the name of the game. Instead of complaining, let's come up with a solution. What should be the solution, with Dak Prescott, because so many people have answers for number four. Like, so many people say, well, that's the problem. That's the issue. That's the only thing that's holding the Cowboys back. How can we rally with this guy, right? And when I look back at this team, back from 2016, 17, 18, 19, 2020, 2021, now it's 2022. We have yet to have a losing season when he finished, when he start and finished the full season. But somehow, Dak is the issue. I wonder if we can look back at this. And, and I know people will say, hey, Law, you sounding like a Dak apologist. Well, what's the solution? Because I'm clearly looking at Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the days, Brad Johnson, he got him hardware. Was he the only issue with that said team? Is Dak Prescott not better than Brad Johnson? Oh, oh, excuse me. When I look back at Trent Dilford, he got him hardware. Was he holding back said team? The Ravens, right? Oh, when I look back at everything, uh, I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to figure things out. Antonio, appreciate you. Five winning seasons in seven years, people tripping. You know, they are buying into the narrative, right? Because at this point, the day that Ford leaves, there should be bottles of champagne popping, right? Hennessy drinking, you know, some roll-ups and ain't talking about fruit. There should be all of those things going. And you guys
1: smoke weed every day.
0: You guys will still see me saying the same message. I'm old enough to be the man's father. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I understand that people would think that, hey, you only like the Cowboys because of Dak. I've been rooting for this team before he was even thought of, right? But there would be the same type of people to give the same amount of hate to the next quarterback. I think that it is a situation whereas it's a Cowboys thing that no one is satisfied because I've seen the levels and scrutiny and hate that they gave to Tony Romo and never passed it on to any other quarterback that was in the National Football League. I've literally seen. With my natural eyes, Tony Romo go eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, and that's all what people was talking about—the eight and eight, eight and eight. But I saw a quarterback by the name of Drew Brees went seven and nine, seven and nine, seven and nine, and not a word uttered, not a word was mentioned about hey man, it's seven and nine quarterback. But they looked at it and said, all right. Hey, that's a uh, that's a Super Bowl caliber coach over there who had better coaching, by the way, right? That's a Super Bowl caliber coach. And then the crazy you know the craziest thing of it all, ladies and gentlemen? A third of you guys that's watching right now want Sean Payton over here. <laughs> Y'all want Sean Payton. Who took a quarterback. This he should be a shoe in for the Hall of Fame, Drew, Drew Brees, right? 79, 79, 79. Can can somebody, can somebody explain to me? What's the logic? But we get hit with the eight and eight, eight and eight, right? And then that spilled over to the next quarterback, and we get painted with the same brush of hate. That's just what it is. So let me see if the room is filled up already. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl. But how about how long? How long would you sit back and say, all right, hey, that's enough. Because in the last, what has been thirteen years since Aaron Rodgers been to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, appreciate you so much, Sadiq. We appreciate you. Dracarys. She says, "Law, congratulations on the '93." Appreciate you. Keep on moving on up. <laughs> thank you for you. thank you for you and everything you are doing for us. We love you. We, you are the real one. You know? Oh no, 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 no. You are the real one, Sadiq. <laughs> And yeah, she's the real one right here. You know. So a Super Bowl will clove a lot of things for 20 years, right? You get 20 years, you get the Super Bowl, and then you close off everything. No, y'all, it ain't happening that way, Captain. Uh, 79, 79, 79, 79. That, that, look, look, that should be the same scrutiny of hate. But y'all just don't do that for other teams. They don't point out the things, the flaws. They, they put this team, the Dallas Cowboys, under a microscope so much that a third or over a third of the Cowboy fans believing it, right? They will sit back and say they will buy in to what the haters are saying, right? They will buy in to what the naysayers are saying. Let me see if I can get this right. Y'all bear with me. Yeah, yeah. We'll play audio when we get a few more people in here. We'll play that audio of what uh, Eddie George said. And I I remember Eddie George. I remember him playing with the silver and blue. For those who don't know, I know it could be before y'all time, but Eddie George wore number 27, as you guys can see right there. Uh, He got hurt, but he was banged up, played one season with the Cowboys, eight games for 430 out of 132 rushing he ran for 432 yards I believe somewhere around that number and he had four touchdowns with the Cowboys now I think that when we look at everything he was more so butthurt that the Cowboys beat the tech the Titans but that's the story of another day uh happy new years to all of you guys that jump in there appreciate y'all so much for being part of this all right we got enough people in here man y'all hit that like share this content and let's go. Let's listen to what uh, good old Eddie George had to say. And I'm not – look, I'm not the one to sully or denigrate Eddie. You know, I, I, I appreciate his hard work. I appreciate what he did uh, for the running back community. Big running back, bowling bowling over everybody, right? Uh, we thought that we was going to get that 1,000-yard back, although he was long in the tooth when he came over to Dallas land. We didn't get that type of Eddie George – we got the, uh, <laughs> we got what's on most people bottom of the shoe, Eddie George. Uh, let's go. But I saw, uh, let's, let's listen to this right here. Appreciate y'all.
2: Uh, what I see out of the Cowboys, what I saw out of the Cowboys tonight against Tennessee, uh, they are a 12 win, 11 win ball club. But in terms of the big picture, in terms of being that elite team, uh, I don't see it quite there. They have an elite run game. They have an elite defense. They have um, an opportunistic uh, uh, special teams play. But as far as the quarterback play and consistency, uh, your Dak Prescott—that's uh, the problem. He is the Achilles heel. Again, he throws uh, too many interceptions. My like for my liking at this point in the season. Right now, your offense should be humming. It should be built around confidence. It should be rolling, uh, not not making a lot of mistakes. But you know, what I see out of Dak Prescott is a lot of forced throws, um, and coverage. Um, there was on the interception tonight, one of his interceptions, he should have had a, che- hit a check down to uh, the running back in the flat with Ezekiel Elliott, but he elected to throw in a double coverage, getting a pick. And that's the stuff that you don't want to see out of your starting quarterback week 17-18 rolling into the playoffs that you don't find confidence in. And in the playoffs, it's, listen, the margin of error is so small. Every yard counts, every play counts, every turnover counts. And with the defenses that he's going to see in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, they will feast on that. Dallas Cowboys don't advance in the playoffs. It's gonna be because of Dak Prescott and his inability to protect the football. Less is more when it comes to Dak Prescott. Have him throw the ball 25 times or less run the football, control the clock, let your defense get on the field, create opportunities, create a short field for you, and be conservative with the play calling, and I think Dallas has a chance. But outside of that, Dak throwing the ball over 35 times or 25 times a game spells for trouble.
0: All right, so that was Eddie George. Uh, shout out to him. And let me uh, share the 33rd podcast uh, uh, link right here so you guys can check them out. Uh, I think they he's doing a marvelous job of recruiting uh, players, former players and current players, over to their platform to talk about certain things. Uh, They had uh, Dan Quinn on there uh, earlier this year, and I think that they're doing a wonderful job for the community, especially for the Cowboys community, and they're going to spring and kick off also a uh, a draft situation there, so uh, I I do like insights. Two things can be true. By the way, uh, I'm on record saying that I want Dak Prescott to throw anywhere between 24 to 27 attempts. I want him to be in that that sweet spot there, and uh, it's it primarily because of the weight and the flow of this, this this particular team. Now I'm gonna push back on what he said. He said that. Um, he said, actually, that we have a great running game, right? But I know, Eddie, I know you see the formation. I know you see us running out of shotgun. And there's nothing to be angry and upset at with the attempts. But there's no way that you can watch this past game, this previous game, and see that my guy, Ezekiel Elijah Elliott, average 1.9 yards per tote and y'all know zeke my guy right and if i look back here can you guys see that he averaged 1.9 yards so when you said elite you said elite run game like and i'm not dogging i'm not taking a dump on my guy zeke i'm not doing that but what I can see from here, from my natural eyes, I hope you guys can see, he averaged 1.9 yards. Can somebody pull out a ruler? You can probably pull out a ruler. <laughs> how many feet in a yard, y'all? Come on. That's like from me to literally, I got a, a, a jug of water right there. That's how many he averaged against that same team that we said that was built with a bevy of backups, right? Those guys fresh, fresh against our offensive line, who we came out and only had a day and a half to play. It was brutal going up against those Eagles the week before. I, I can't lie to kick it. Literally, the Eagles, the Eagles have one of the best defensive fronts in the National Football League. But I get all of that. I know what I'm saying sounds like bevies of excuses. But when you look at Dak Prescott, yes, two things can be true. Yes, he got to figure out a way that when the ball hit the guy between the 8 and 9 or his phalanges, he got to figure out a way to say, you know what, I shouldn't have threw that ball there, right? <laughs> now, when he's being super aggressive, he got to figure out a way, hey, I can't do this there, you know, because if I do this there, then it could be a change of fortunes, right? But I say bull sugar. I say continue to be aggressive. Don't be Charlie check down. Why, law? Because being Charlie checked down, Dak haven't generated nothing for you in the past 6 years, right? And I'm not saying that he was Charlie checked down in, in 2021, right? But we did have issues against zone teams when they play quarters defense normally, technically. In the world of football, you're supposed to you're supposed to run on quarters, but we don't have the knowledge The skill set, I guess, to develop a scheme to attack teams, that rhymes for your mind, when they are in those type of zone looks, right? But I'm quite sure, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the team that we played the previous week, the Eagles, they did have Bradbury, they did have Slay out there for the majority of the games, uh, majority of the time, and said – Rain, Dakota Prescott, was able to pick them apart, right? So even in this particular game, as ugly as it can be, as it relates to those three turnovers, the fumble, the two INTs, we still threw for a 78.5 QBR. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's that ESPN made up stat that a lot of people put a lot of weight on, right? And then the passer rating was eighty-five. Right? He was sacked one time. Uh also, the Cowboys. Yes, 29 for 41. That ain't that that's something that you would sit back and say, all right, we want that number to be better. But that's the only way you win this game. Unfortunately. That's the only way. And of course, those were Their backups are the backups, but I don't see a a situation whereas we keep running the ball for 1.9. Now, I see what people will say. Well, Malik Davis, he was averaging 3.9 yards per tote, had 10 uh, carries for 39 yards, but even him. You know what this game reminded me of a little bit with Malik Davis? I like what he brings to the table. He's still young or what have you. He got the explosiveness. He can. He, he's okay in pass blocks and things like that. He leak out pretty good on the flats. But this game still reminded me a little bit when it was Malik Davis and Tony Pollard in that Green Bay's game, right? You see, Zeke got a nose for the ball or a head for the ball. That dude dropped that head is over with. But I would tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, The only way for Rain Dakota Prescott can gain any levels of at least benefit of the doubt would be for him to go on this magical run for this season and win multiple, multiple playoff games. That's for one, right? Get above, get above that that threshold, right, of he's one and three in the playoff, right? Because same same could be said about Peyton Manning. Can somebody put in the chat how many years it took for good old Peyton Manning? And I'm not saying that Dak is he, right? But what I'm saying is that that, is what, that was some of the similar, some of the similar, I'm using these words, crafting these words together, scrutiny that even Peyton Manning had. But the only problem is he got the benefit of the doubt when he threw his INTs, right? Uh, Steve Carroll says, uh, "I would take an ugly win over a pretty loss any day." Man, hello, <laughs> give me that ugly, <laughs> give me that ugly one, right? We gave up all, we gave all analogies of the ugly one, right? <laughs> Shoot, she gonna cook clean and also make sure that your belly full, right? <laughs> you know that pretty one is gonna be like this all the time, you know. But you are it, you know. She's taking the money out of your out of your wallet. She's driving your car, leaving it on empty, right? And then she wants some more nails and hair to be done. She's just taking everything and not putting back, right? That's what the pretty losses do to you. But man, everybody on the outside looking in and saying, ooh, woo. Look at that one right there. Say L. Because <laughs> that's what you're taking taking them L's say L let me holler at that L right quick right y'all would have prefer the game because it's still being talked about to this day right you who remember the Tony Romo game I'm just using him as a reference I'm using him as a reference I'm not saying that that was all on Tony right but who remember that game Tony Romo versus the uh the Broncos that year. I think it was 2013. He threw for 500 yards, right? (laughs) And, hey, man, everybody was sitting there like, yeah, man. Shoot, Tony went shoulder to shoulder, head to head with that massive team of the Broncos who was in the mode of going all in, right? (laughs) And he had some great numbers. And to this day, people talk about that game. But that's that game that, ooh, Woo! Look at that L right there, baby. Woo-hoo! It just swayed. Got the sundress on. Just sway when walk. You know, that man, and God, dog, man, let me try to holler at that L. That's what we were doing. Yep, uh... We scored 27. How's that ugly? Plus Diggs dropped the pick six. Yeah, you ain't lying, Antonio. But that's what people cook it up to be, man. <laughs> that's what people cook it up to be. Unfortunately, you know? <laughs> but uh it is what let me since I'm talking about this, let me see. Because that right here is alarming, right? 14 INTs. That is alarming, right? But you know, we all go back and forth with that, right? But one thing I can tell y'all, beautiful people that's watching, that that's just the price of doing business. When you when you fool around and get inserted midway through the season, and you have the expectations to be faultless, right? Let me put up Peyton Manning. Let me see how was his highest interception total was ever. You know, and I, I ain't trying to say, I ain't trying to say my guy is Peyton Manning. Let me pull up his years. Let me pull up his years, baby. I know I I ain't crazy. I know I ain't crazy. I know I ain't crazy. All right. Hear ye, hear ye. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, in 19 of 98, Peyton Manning threw for a league high, that was his rookie year, 28 INTs. 26 tubs, 28 INTs. Oh, and 99, 15 INTs. 2015 INTs. In 2001, 23 INTs. Oh, in 2002, 19 INTs. Uh, all right, but law, that was young Peyton Manning. Well, let me slide all the way down to uh 2007. You know, I'm quite sure you guys would would, would jump off a bridge for Peyton Manning. 14 INTs. You know, uh 2009 for your mind, 16 INT, 2010, 17 INT. Every year this man threw double digits INTs, right? Every year. And he had the luxury for his entire career for the Indianapolis, because I got tired of reading all of the INTs, to have Reggie Wayne and things and Marvin Harris and Dallas Goldart. Oh, excuse me, and a Hall of Fame offensive line. Oh, and, and and do Adrian James got a gold jacket, by the way? You know, <laughs> hey, in 2015, that's the year I believe he won the Super Bowl. No, it was, it was 2014, right? 15 interceptions. His last season, 17 interceptions. Come on, y'all. But but <laughs> it, it, it only counts because he's Peyton Manning, right? And we can all see the scrutiny that we get from D. Dallas Cowboys quarterback with his first year in a long time throwing for double digits INTs. It was 2015. They won the tub. He won the tub in 2015? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he won on his way out, right? So in 2015, he had nine touchdowns, 17 INTs. But at that time, he was 39. You know, he he was old. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Let me see. Peyton Manning. Don't you know when he was the age, when he was the age of Dak Prescott? It was 2003. That's when he was 27. Shoo. He went on to play 04, 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. Yeah, man, quarterback's going to be here for a long time. So how many years did it took? Because I wish this little chat, the little chart sheet would show me how many years did it took for that brother to win the Super Bowl? Hmm? How many years did it took? (laughs) Interceptions in the playoff would not be forgiven. Right. Mm. True to that. True to that. But what if I told you? What if I told you? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, up until now, and up to Peyton Manning's first seven years. Uh, Dak Prescott was a better playoff quarterback than Peyton Manning. uh, (laughs) But it took him a minute. It took him a minute. And who do we have? Who do we have since day one? Since day one, better than Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. Uh, I, 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 would, I would sit back and wait. I would sit back and wait. But that's the story of another day. I'm not saying that those guys are the same. But it is a situation Whereas, you know, the old saying, you know, comparisons, the thief of all joy, it takes away all of that when we start comparing a Hall of Fame gold jacket guy to a guy that's considered to be trash and not elite. Swain, let me know. Did Dak Prescott been here for nine years? Have he been here for nine years? And did we have the levels of consistency with all wide receivers like a Marvin Harris, Dallas Goddard? I mean, not Dallas Goldart, Dallas Clark. Shout out to Dallas Godard. He must be on my mind. But Dallas Clark, by the way, and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Can, can, can somebody point those two wide outs to me? Now, I would tell you that my guy, C.D. Lamb, is on his way, baby, to being where, – where would y'all put C.D.? More of a Reggie Wayne or, or Marvin Harrison? He would be one of those guys, right? You know, he – you know, <laughs> you know uh, it's a different era. Bull sugar. Can somebody point out – can somebody point out when they change – when they changed the rulings for defenses, was that 0-2? People think that they changed the ruling for defenses in 2016. They changed the rules for the defense after the Patriots versus the Rams. Tory Holt and all of those boys, they did it because the Patriots beat the bejesus out of the wide receivers. The greatest show on turf. They changed the rule. The rule got approved in 02 and 03. So when people say, hey, it's a different C, it's a different era. Peyton Manning played in this particular era, majority of his career, and it started in 03, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. Yep. Yep, that's when the era changed. Where you can't contact. You can't contact the receiver beyond five yards. So if y'all, if if people, if people, yeah, long stop. Lamb is none of, them. Lamb is none of them. Uh, is from East Camden. Uh-uh. Shoot, Lamb, Lamb on his way though. Lamb on his way. Shoot, shoot, Lamb on his way. I, I ain't, look, Lamb only been in the league for three years. You know, I don't want to pull a Reggie Wayne and uh Marvin Harrison first three years. I don't want to do that to y'all. Because that was in the other era, right? I had to start from 2003. That won't be fair. That won't be fair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Devontae uh, Adams, CD would be like a Devontae Adams. I ain't going to pinch myself. You know, I ain't going to pinch myself. Nah, they didn't change in 2010 and 2011. They didn't change in 2010. Where are y'all getting that from? Where are y'all getting that false information from? You can't hit the DBs. The DBs can't engage with a wide receiver beyond five yards started in 03, fam. It really started in 03. Do y'all homework, man. I don't have to go back and forth, but do y'all homework. It didn't start in 2010 and 2011. But if you want to use that as an argument, my numbers would still fit right into that, too, of 2010, 2011. But do y'all homework, man. It was in – look. Do y'all homework before y'all sitting out here talking about, nah, man, it actually changed in 20 2011. No. Even the Roy Williams rule happened between before that time frame. Y'all remember the Roy Williams, what he did to T.O.? The uh, horse collar tackle and all of that? Y'all remember that? It, it literally, the new NFL literally changed what Roy Williams could do. Roy Williams was on his way, y'all. Roy Williams was, was going to be an assassin, but he had to play more coverage because he couldn't hit across the middle. Uh, Q, Q Dog, appreciate you. The last, the, the last two QBs to win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford threw multiple picks during their playoff runs and picked and picks in the Super Bowl at one. Facts. Q Dog. Shout out to Q dog. But what people will say is different era, different era. You know, that different era talk. Y'all y'all gotta remember the different era, the end of the era was the Dan Marinos and Troy, basically, right? Troy Aikman. Right? But if you can start it from the 03 era, that's when this that's when most of that stuff will start start dying off. Some of those old quarterbacks dying off. And the new era was basically birthed with the, the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's of the world, right? It's always been five. D. Leap. Nope. You could, you could literally, at the top of the route, beyond 10 yards, you can literally get in there. That's how Coach even taught us. And D Lee, and I feel what you're saying, it's always been five yards. Courtesy. But shoot, 15 yards down the field. Watch, y'all go look, y'all look up tape of the Patriots on how they mauled the greatest show on turf. And they said, you know what, we gotta change this, man. This is an offensive league. The NFL was in a pivotal stage because of baseball. Who remember when there was everybody knocking balls, Sammy Sosa and all of those boys? Everybody was looking at baseball. Shoot, people watching baseball before they watched football. Football was hard to get ratings during that time frame. Let me know if I'm wrong. I, 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 would, I would go back and I'd eat crow. Yeah, the, the 05 uh, situation when they put the horse collar rule in.
3: Let's listen to Stephen Jones and uh, and his thoughts. About continuity, but this year it was really, it was about playing a lot of different guys. Is the fact that you've played so many of those guys, is it made it even better for you guys to make adjustments like when you have an injury to be oddish like you did last night?
4: Well, I just think, uh, as you know, Brian, depth is important. You do love continuity, which we had a, you know, had a lot of that uh, early. And, uh, you know, for the first, uh, you know, 60% of the season, you know, we had our same group out there, game in and game out, which is, you know, what you look to. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we all know this is attrition. Uh, In the NFL, all 32 deal with it. Uh, You have injuries and uh, you you make it work. Obviously, we were – you know so fortunate to get a hall of famer back in tyron smith about the time we have our first injury and he stepped in and you know just looked uh, like yeah, as comfortable as an old shoe last night playing our right tackle for us and then we have the injury to be and a guy like connor mcgovern who's been you know uh, great for us in terms of being versatile playing right guard left guard then of course doing a great job at center last night but we also believe you got to get your best five on the field and of course that
0: Shout out to Paul. He says, Happy uh, New Year, Law and Cowboy Nation. Let's celebrate this team for being 12 and 4. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. We're 12 and 4, man. 12 and 4. But it feels like we're 4 and 12. <laughs>
4: Required everybody to scooch over a notch and uh, and move Jason Peters, who's had a Hall of Fame career and played left tackle. You know, that's just part of it. Hopefully, we dodged the bullet and. Uh, we can get Tyler back uh, for the playoffs and get everybody back in their spots. But uh, uh, I do think you want your best five out there. And certainly, you know, that's a a really solid group when you look across the line out there. All
0: right. Uh, Halle says uh, Matthew Stafford literally threw two. He literally threw uh, two picks in the Super Bowl, multiple throughout the playoffs, and him and Boros. uh People need to leave Dak alone. Look, Dak, Dak. By me even pointing out facts, these going to be considered Dak apologists. Although, look, I can literally have a, a show where is I can say I want Dak Prescott anywhere between 24 and 27 attempts. I want us to run the ball first. I think that that would be the best pedigree. I think that when Dak Prescott is aggressive, that's good for us because we did we wanted him to be that, right? And we wanted him to test those things out early versus trying to test those things out in the playoff. And I would still be considered, hey, man, all of these excuses for Dak Prescott. No. When we won our first five Super Bowls, because I'm saying we're going to win some more, we didn't have a quarterback throwing for 30 to 35 times for 40 times, Right? And when you really look back at the previous Super Bowls throughout the league, it's always been that sweet spot, 24 to 27. Even one of the greatest young arms in this National Football League, Pey- what's his name, uh, 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 Peyton Manning's and, and Tom Brady's offspring, Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers' offspring, Pat Mahomes, they would not lift that Lombardi trophy up if it wasn't for the running back. See, the running back, gone. Nobody remembered the running back. You probably have to Google the name of the running back. But he should have been. He's the MVP of that game. People will only remember the quarterback. The Mandela effect will have everybody thinking that Troy Aikman himself threw for 4,000, 5,000 yards, right? That he never threw double-digit INTs. Never had the picks. You can count on your hand how many times that man threw for over 20 touchdowns in a season, right? It's a different era, though, but you guys get what I'm saying. Uh, Paul says, uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) 4-12. Run the ball, y'all. Look, when we say run the ball, run it with a purpose. We got Eddie George saying that this defense is elite, and Dak Prescott is the issue and the problem. When we just gave up 500 yards against the Jaguars, we gave up 450 yards against the Eagles, right? (laughs) And then we just saw, we just saw Joshua Dobbs, right? Had his best season ever, ever, ever. Josh Dobbs. And we supposed to be elite defense? Come on, man. All of these things don't match. But Dak Prescott. that's why, you know what? Y'all truly believe, y'all truly believe, and I'm not throwing any salt shade at Cooper Rush, but y'all truly believe we will be right now 12-4 and 4 if we had Cooper Rush the remainder of the time. Y'all truly believe that all of a sudden, organically, we were going to drop from being the 28th, the 29th offense. In some categories, we were the 30th ranked offense, that after the Eagles game, we would have figured things out and we worked we were we would be literally 12 and 4 right now if Cooper Rush would have finished the season out. Y'all really think that? Y'all really think that? Y'all think that this defense would have figured out ways to continue to keep teams under 16, 17 points per game? Dink Dak is a turnover machine. Eastside Harrow. <laughs> that boy. I, I think Eastside Harrell's is a multi-millionaire man. He just sit back and he just. If I was a Titans or a Texans, uh, a content creator, that that two dollars would have been two hundred thousand. You know, every time I go live, because <laughs> but Eastside he be on all in the Cowboys chat, dropping two dollars at a time, baby. Uh, y'all truly believe that. Uh, <laughs> Miles says Peyton was smarter. Smarter enough to audible the run, he wouldn't scrutinize like the Cowboys. You really think if Peyton Manning was here and we would have had Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, talking two episodes a week, right? They literally talk two episodes a week. All of the media, all of the credits, all of the four-letter to five-letter networks, they would have crucified that man for nine years. Because it took him nine years to, to get that first Super Bowl. But he he was able to throw his interceptions in peace. <laughs> That's just the reality of it, y'all. All right, all right. But I get it. I'm not taking away nothing from Peyton Manning. I think that Tony Romo won more games head-to-head versus him. I could be off. I could be off. I could be off. Uh, J.D. from D.C., no matter what Dak does, he would never be that guy to sport networks. A QB job is to win, period. How about them Cowboys, 12-4, and 4, baby? That's what it is, really. Danny Torres says uh, Dak tied Aikman for touchdowns. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. But uh, it is what it is. You must be out of your mind. <laughs> G.Y., appreciate you. Yo, yo <laughs> I got you I got you You know, <laughs> I got you man You
1: must be out of your goddamn mind
0: Here's the truth I think that Tony Dungy Would run laps around Jason Garrett though I truly believe That there was a Super Bowl In between the time frame Of 06 To 2014 Right there, 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 I truly believe, call me crazy. I truly believe that if you had, like, we had the staff, we had the personnel and everything. I truly believe if we had the coach, that there would have been multiple playoffs in there and then there would have been a Super Bowl somewhere in there. But I, I'm crazy, though. <laughs> but that's what a fan's supposed to be, right? Fanatic. <laughs> that's what FAD is short for. <clears throat> no one like Dink and Dak. Game is built to pass. DC. Uh, 12 and 4, yep. Our, uh, our D is hurting. We better be aggressive if we want to get anywhere. Yep. It, there's a saying out there. You miss 100% of the shots you don't shoot. <laughs>
4: That's the truth. Zach Martin and, uh, uh, you know, a Tyron Smith and a... Jason Peters, all those guys are probably Hall of Fame players, and you know, a first rounder and uh, Tyler Smith, so it, 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 we're fortunate to have it, but uh, we also uh, agree with you, Brian, that you, you love to have continuity as well, but you don't always get that in the NFL.
3: Steven, if I could circle back, you were talking about Biotis for the playoffs. Is there something you know from your MRI already? Are you still waiting those results?
4: No, we've, uh, we've gotten it back and, you know, feel like he's got a real chance to make it back for our first playoff game. So we'll, you know, we'll see how that comes along. Uh, obviously, everybody saw the injury on TV. It's a rough-looking deal. But, you know, he's had that high ankle uh, before on the same ankle. And uh, believe it or not, when it's the second time around, those guys tend to recover a little That's faster, a little quicker than uh, they did the time before. So we'll just have to see. Tyler's a... Tough guy who's competitive as hell
0: and wants to be out there. Now, on the luxury of it, and, and we, we we gonna talk about this is Tyler been good, man. You know, um, let me pull up. He gave up no sacks this season. Let me make sure that's the up to date uh, stat line for your mind. So, yeah, that penalty was added to him, um, but out of a thousand snaps, man. That's second among all offensive uh, linemen at their center spot, by the way, which he's going to miss this last game. Um, they, they said that he should be ready for a week, uh, the first week of the playoff. My thing is you push, you get off, you, you know, you're scooting down. You, you, you are the guy that touches the ball 100% of the time. Uh, I, I think that Tyler Biotish, uh with a high ankle sprain, I don't want him to jump out there at 50%, 60%, 70. And I trust Britt Brown and all of those boys, but uh, I don't want him rushing out there. I think Connor McGovern who played uh center in college what have you and mm-hmm. he's supposed to be your inserted emergency center anyhow. I think that Connor McGovern is still stronger than Tyler whereas uh we won't get beat up in the middle or the inside as much, but we will miss Tyler though. Uh, Tyler Tyler was solid for us this season, right? And the numbers are reflecting on that. He didn't allow a single sack this year. So that's that's cool, straight up the gut. Uh shout out to UQ. He says, uh Allen, 13 picks. Burrow 12. Mahomes eleven. Rodgers eleven. But Dak not good enough to win. Uh, what about those QBs? I guess they not either. Give me a break. <clears throat> Everything will be all right on any given Sunday, yeah. Q, q dog. here's the truth of it. You know, they're going to go back to say that Dak Prescott missed those five games, so that number there for Dak Prescott to throw 14, that is a lot of numbers, right? That's still still a lot. (laughs) There's no way around it, right? When we look at these INTs, those are his baby, regardless of how – we can get mad about it, upset about it. Those are his babies. They they, they may be ugly, ugly babies, man. A face only a mother could love, right? Right? That's just what it is. But I would prefer this dude to be that aggressive Dak versus the other Dak that we've seen. I, I like this Dak. Now, although, you know how it says, Sacrifice, don't give
1: up the fire. <laughs> Everything will be all right.
3: On any
0: given Sunday, yeah. So that's Uncle Charles. Regardless of it, that's all baby, you know? <laughs> it's just what it is. A face, With a face only a mother can love. You know, the father just turned around. Ooh, get that child. You know <laughs> That mother's love is, is different. But with the results, remember, I told people this all the time, and I'm telling you guys, write this down. Charles Osley, (laughs) I tell people this all the time, y'all. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. And since the injury, this dude been, what, eight and two? Do you prefer to be eight and two or two and eight? (laughs) Just let me know, and I will do something else.
4: Stephen Jones with us here on 105 Through the Fan. You, you mentioned the turnovers, and I know we've asked you about this the last couple of weeks, but, you know, with this becoming a trend, how much of a concern are the turnovers? I think, well, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, uh, I think we've got one of the best uh, in the business, and uh, Dak Prescott, uh, he knows what he needs to do. Uh, some of these turnovers, as we all know, uh, are not always the quarterback's fault. I mean, you get tip balls, you get drop balls that go into – the defender's hands, uh, but he also can do some things better, which he knows better than anybody. And uh, Certainly, we're in a great position here as we uh, uh, head into the last week to just continue to uh, sharpen up uh, what our game's all about. It's hard to win in this league. We had, you know, obviously a, a different schedule the last couple of weeks, right. uh, playing on a Saturday night on Christmas Eve, and then a quick turnaround on a Thursday. Uh, you know, you just uh, – you, 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 you know, you don't ever take for granted these big Ws, and uh, you know we've won now uh, 12 games again, two years in a row. It's a uh, a great accomplishment, but we all know we got bigger uh, you know bigger goals for this team, and uh, I think we'll continue to work to uh, refine our game and you know do what we need to do to uh, have success in the playoffs. Hey, Steven, I was going to ask, like, can, can you remember a game as as weird in terms of the circumstances <laughs> where it is a off-emotional victory uh, on Christmas Eve and then quick turnaround on the road versus a team that's really not trying? It's late in the year, so these, these quick turnaround games are even that much more difficult when it comes to the attrition and whatnot, and then uh, it, it, the game certainly matters for you, but then you know that Sunday, things can change with the Eagles. So, it just felt like last night was one of the weirder circumstances surrounding the games.
0: Before he answered that, you know. Those boys was trying. Those boys were trying. And let me some people like when when the caller called in like I think it was two days ago, he didn't even know who this guy was, you know. You know, uh let me put it how you spell that name? I can't even spell his name. <clears throat> Bayer, How you spell his name? <clears throat> Let me see if I can pull it up. Pull it up, goddog it. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Bayer. He didn't even know this man's name, right? And I couldn't even pull it up. This dude is a a bona fide stud. Kelvin, i would call him Cal. See, I didn't know that man's name. But this dude is a bona fide stud, right? Is he a stud? Yes or no? Did he get two INTs? Yes. <laughs> you know, he's a bona fide stud, y'all. Only five missed tackles, four INTs for this season, 16 stops. This dude is a stud. Is he a stud or is he trash? I'm sure what he did last year. Five. Sure, he did what the year before that. Well, because that was a pandemic year. Five, you know, do average by five, four or five INTs a year. Right now, if he was on his team, shoot, I don't even, I don't even know what they'd do. Uh, but he's a stud, man. He's a stud, y'all. I, I, I get what, what y'all saying, but that's a playmaker. That's a playmaker, bonafide playmaker. If he will probably any other safety out there when that ball bounced between the eight and nine on Peyton Hendershot, you know, shout-out to Peyton Hendershot. You know, he's still my guy. He probably looked at the ball and let it dribble on the ground. But that's a stud, man. He's one of the best out there, man. Stud, man. He playmaker. That's what he do. He make plays. He elevate everybody else's game. And as a safety on the defense, you allied everyone else up. Look, my brother used to be so cold on those sticks. I'm talking about Madden, you know what I mean? The twin maker. This boy was cold-blooded. He'd make people log off, you know, He do beat people with the arena football team. He When he play people, he would random select the team. It doesn't matter what, what other team. He was just a stud as it relates to playing that game. Bland is awesome, yeah. So y'all, y'all be mindful of that. And if y'all think that Byron, Kelvin, didn't want to put up good tape out there? Shoot, I got another one coming for you. Y'all think Robert Woods didn't go, wasn't going to put up good tape?
4: Well, there's there, you always uh, dealt challenges uh, during the course of the season. All 32 are to when you play your games, uh, what the circumstances are, when you play for them. Red. As I Shut said, Coach Brable's you. one of the best in the business at getting his team ready to go. Uh, you can see uh, they came out there from the – you know, from the opening whistle, and I uh, got after us. And, uh, you know, it was a battle out there. It didn't come easy, and you know, everybody wants to point to, well, they were missing, you know, a handful of starters and, uh, you know, quite a few players. Well, we were missing some players as well. That's part Get of the him, NFL. And, there you go. Uh, you know, if Finally, you come away said. with a big win uh, in the NFL, uh, you take it every time. We all know how hard it is to win in this league, and, uh, you know, people – I uh, have to do what we're doing at times, which is make do uh, and next man up type mentality. And Coach Vrabel is one of the best at that. So uh, we're real pleased with the big win. And uh, we know we got work to do. Uh, uh, hopefully the guys will get off their feet here for, uh, you know, the next three days and get their feet up under them and uh, get ready to play a a really good Washington football team that's trying to get, to, get in the playoffs and continue to get our game right as a or we start to point toward the playoffs after uh, we play Washington.
0: Yeah, that's a good observation from uh, Stephen Jones, man. Um, they were missing some guys. We're missing some guys, man. we missing some key guys, man. Terrence Steele, come on, y'all. LVE on the defense. And even as much as I can say this, ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Brown. See, Anthony Brown was a type of DB that would give up the big yard, you know, he had he that's what he do just like we talk about those IATs. you know, anthony would give up at least one or two big plays in the game and that's it that's it but these new these, these new dbs that's on the outside outside of dayron bland you know they're gonna get scorched a little bit that's just how it goes they're gonna get scorched just a little bit right more than one or two times See, Anthony, was, we knew, like, we knew for sure that one or two times that brother, him talking about catastrophic type of big, like 30 to 40 yards, we'd be like, God, dog, no, Anthony.
3: <laughs> Listen to this guy. Steven, before we let you go out of here, is there, did with T.Y. Hilton, was when you were looking or hunting for a receiver, all the stuff with Odell Beckham, and then now you get T.Y. Hilton was this what you were looking for or what you had in mind for that type of player, the one that makes those loose plays, gets you the first downs, makes some tough catches? Is this really what you envisioned in, in, in for that position when you went out and got this type of player?
4: Absolutely. I think you look at guys like Jason Peters and T.Y. Hilton, their resumes are, you know, just outstanding, uh, what they bring to the room, their presence in the room. I know Jason's all year been a great, uh, you know, great uh, leader uh, for a guy like Tyler Smith. Certainly, T.Y. Hilton comes in here. I'm sure we all saw the comments CD made about him. Uh, He's a pros pro. On top of that, uh, he still plays the game at a real high level and uh, uh, is certainly bringing something to the dance here in terms of uh, uh, making us a better football team. We're very fortunate to get him in. Uh, as you can see, he's ready. Uh, he's ready to play right away and help us right away. And you know that chemistry is only going to get better. And certainly his leadership in that wide receiver room, which was a young room uh, to start with, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for him to come in there and be able to uh, you know lead these guys and uh, really be a mentor, uh, I think it's a huge plus. But because of that, he's also, as we saw last night, uh, really make plays for us.
0: All right, so I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. It took us to week 16, right? Technically, you could say week 15 to fill in that voided spot area that we've been missing from, from Amari Cooper. It took us that long. It literally. <laughs> it took us to week 15, 16-ish to fill in that voided spot. And I'm going to go over these productions once again. Over 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns, and less than four drops combined between Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper. We're missing, we missed all of that. <laughs> but <clears throat> not to kick a beat up a dead horse. That's just how it is, man. Um, Press Ham says, uh, Press Ham Talk says, Law, when you think they gone, T.Y. in full time. When when you think they're going to put T.Y. in full time? Well, w- what we're going to see is T.Y. against the Washington team. I think that they're going to give him maybe the first two quarters. It just depends to uh, whether or not the Eagles win this weekend or if they lose, then I can see that them going into this game. And with very cautions, um, and and um, and seeing what they can do with that, I think that the NFL next season, since the NFC East is such a competitive one, they may sprinkle it out a little bit more throughout the year. They may sprinkle it out, right, uh, instead of having all of these games so far at the back, because it's kind of still watered down the NFL when, you know, when the games be meaningless, right? Allegedly, and that's how that goes. Uh, Coop was that guy. And Coop had his flaws too, right? You know, people said he only showed up at home games, right? And so far this season, the Cowboys, what what our home record is, 8-1 and one or something like that? Good record at home. Alpha Red.
2: Sacrifice.
1: Don't give up the fight. Everything will be all right on any given Sunday. Yeah. Let's watch this. You. Starting at left corner for the Cowboys last, last night was Neshawn Wright. You know you got Making his, his first start do. of the season. He started one game last year. But he's a big corner, tall corner. Right here. See see what he does to, to Traylon Burks right here? It's a quick jam. Not like really a jam, but just a quick jam.
3: That's just to good.
1: knock him off here a little bit. Now, he's six foot four, maybe taller, but he gets his eyes back on the ball, which you love. And then he cuts Traylon Burks off from the path to the ball. It's an excellent play by Wright. Excellent play. And they need top flight cornerback play. You watch him right here. All right, they're in zone coverage right now. All right, so he's out here, and this is what pressure can do. All right, so now Joshua Dobbs, he's got to yeah. leave the pocket. And he's going to try to get the ball over the head to Robert Woods here. But at six foot 4 he's got yeah. that reach. He's, he's right in the that. passing lane. But this is what pressure does. you get Sam Williams and Micah Parsons coming off the edge. All right? They both win. Watch what so he said right So now Dobbs has got to step up. All right? It would be good to have, like, a defensive tackle stepping up. But they both barely miss him. Now Dobbs is on the run. All right? This is what you've got to do to quarterbacks. You've got to affect the quarterback. Bless him out. Now, Nashawn Wright is in the passing lane. Dobbs trying to get the ball to Woods. All right? There's the height, there's the reach, there's the length. They just take throws away. Now, there's a lot to learn, a lot to you know that they need from him, but he's got a skill that the Cowboys can certainly use. First interception of his career. Starting at left corner. Plate. All right.
0: <clears throat> Let me just go over this very briefly. Team's gonna pick on the Wright. right? They're gonna pick on him, man. That's just how it goes. Uh, his hips—they—they they are a little stiff. I—I I can see that he is a four-four guy. He's long, but I think that teams gonna look at his tape, and he gonna win some. Believe it or not, he's gonna win those the, those balls that got to go out and up or what have you, because it's hard to gauge six foot four or whatever height he is. But they gonna pick on a man, and especially if if the team don't keep this man close to the LOS redirect. I do like what he did to Traylon Burks uh, redirect with his inside arm. If you are playing boundary tech, squeeze him to the sidelines, and then understand that you got safety help over the top. Then that that is his game. But he's a little stiff. And I, I, I do like him, though. You know, I like his skill set and overall, but he's he's not a finished product yet. This is his second year. We can't expect to get four, four, fourth-year production or fifth-year production out of him. So what the Cowboys may have to do is, in my in my opinion, I, I like what De'Ron Bland been doing. I think that he's a little bit more well-rounded. I think his hips are fluid. I think that he attacks the ball a little, little bit better. I do like that transition. If you keep um, if you keep uh, Bland on the outside more, and then you elevate somebody else to be on the inside, but I, I'm looking at what the Cowboys are are doing, is that they saying, "Hey, look, leave well enough alone. Bland is doing his job with five ints from the inside, and a lot of people, even some people uh, that that look back at film, they were they were thinking." They were thinking that Bland played on the outside against those Eagles. No, you can't compromise the scheme of the defense, right? If Trayvon Diggs following A.J. Brown, then that's the situation. So he still had to have outside response when you got a man trailing. Now, if if the Cowboys do that brand and philosophy of always traveling Trayvon Diggs, then there will be some slight growing pains with the other DBs, especially with the safety over the top and things like that, switch off and things. you got to have a lot of communications. But there are two things that travel, and that will be defense, supposedly, supposedly, and the running game. And if we go on into these playoffs, if we go on into these playoffs, the one thing that we need Kellen Moore to snap right back into reality is for these three games we got to win on the road. If things shake out that we we got to play all road games, he got to understand the old school philosophy, those two things that travel, defense and run game. And for these last three, four weeks, he fell in love with running out of shotgun. He fell in love with trips, light-body package work, with the wide receivers and then running it the opposite way to the weak side. Now what I what I can say here is there are two things that could happen. Maybe he's looking at it saying, I'm gonna throw a new wrinkle in when we get to the playoff, I'm gonna give y'all and present that power eye situation. Um present 14 personnel, 13 looks or what have you, and then maybe, just maybe, we hit the element of surprise. But historical data shows us that that's really not Kelly Moore's game. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I hope that they look at all of the games that they won and they take out the good things that they did and then they look at all of the games that they lost and they minimize those things. That's how I look at it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I thank all of y'all for watching and and being a part of this uh, uh, show on this New Year's Eve right here. Um, The Titans have a very stout run defense. <clears throat> it was going to be tough sledding. Yeah, it was going to be tough sledding. Uh, but we can afford for Nation to learn on the job now at this point of the season, William, where he got one more game. I think normally takes three. I don't know what the world of Trayvon Mullen is doing. Maybe he's just not picking up this scheme, right, and he's not a good fit for us right now. Maybe he's he's a better guy uh, for the off season, Or who knows, man, um, it's, it's, it's right now. Is right now his job to lose. Neshawn Wright's jobs to lose at this point, and, and start mulling. Be love. I feel what you're saying, but at this point, is is Neshawn Wright's job to lose? He clearly, according to uh, Al Harris and uh, Joe Witt Jr. and all of those boys who evaluate the DBs, he beat out Kevin Joseph. Trayvon Muller, because <laughs> Trayvon Mullen still picking up the playbook, and anybody else who was challenging for that outside corner spot, according to their words, right? Um, <clears throat> Shout out to all of y'all, man. Be love appreciate you. Thank y'all, man, so much for tuning in for this episode. So what I'm going to do, since we got about 500 people in here, and when I played that audio earlier, um, it was only about, Three hundred people in here. Uh, the audio just. This was the uh, top of the hour. Uh, the great Eddie George said the Cowboys aren't elite because of Dak Prescott. You know Dak Prescott. So he's the issue. Let me play some of this audio and then we.
2: But uh, I see on the Cowboys. We talk about out them some out more the before I get out of here. Tennessee. Uh, they are a 12-win, 11-win ball club. But it's Eddie, Eddie George. in terms of the big pitcher, in, in terms of being that elite team, uh, I don't see it quite there. They have an elite run game. They have an elite defense. They have um, an opportunistic uh, uh, special teams play. But as far as the quarterback play and consistency, uh, your Dak Prescott, uh, that's the problem. He is the Achilles heel. Again, he throws uh, too many interceptions like my, for my liking at this point in the season. Right now, your offense should be humming. It should be built around confidence. It should be rolling, uh, not not making a lot of mistakes. But, you know, what I see out of Dak Prescott is a lot of forced throws, uh, in coverage. Um, there was on the interception tonight, one of his interceptions. He should have had a, che- a check down to uh, the running back in the flat with Ezekiel Elliott. But he elected to throw in a double coverage, getting a pick. And that's the stuff that you don't want to see out of your starting quarterback week 17, 18 rolling into the playoffs that you don't find confidence in. And in the playoffs, it's, listen, the margin of error is so small. Every yard counts, every play counts, every turnover counts. And with the defenses that he's going to see in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, they will feast on that. Dallas Cowboys don't advance in the playoffs. It's going to be because of Dak Prescott and his inability to protect the football. Less. Is more when it comes to Dak Prescott. Have him throw the ball 25 times or less, run the football, control the clock, let your defense get on the field, create opportunities, create a short field for you, and be conservative with the play calling. I think Dallas has a chance. But outside of that, Dak throwing the ball over 35 times or 25 times a game spells for trouble.
0: All right. So that's from Eddie George. All right. So, like I said, just recap everything. Um, Two things can not be true, right? But one of the things that he's saying about being the uh, main problem is not the answer. Uh, that's not the correct answer, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think that we will be 12-4 and four right now, and I don't see the elite part of the defense. I see the offense being uh, the, the, the thing that's turning things around versus the defense. Now, somebody can argue and say, well, yeah, this defense is elite. And I can tell you that they got elite player. Trayvon Diggs, right? Parsons, right? Those guys, I think that they can be playing at an elite level, but overall, I don't see that this defense is anywhere close to being the 85 Bears. I don't see that, and I just don't see it. Uh, But I can tell you, that the things that he's saying, two things can be true. I, I would love for this team to focus on 24 to 27 attempts. But in the pinch, we just seen that this team was able to win it by the air, all that it uh, all that it may be that it was against the uh, Tennessee Titans. We were averaging 1.9 yards per tote. And then we just seen it against the Eagles, right? We seen that we put up 40 points. It's alarming to me, <clears throat> the alarming part to me, is the two teams that is considered the best teams in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles. The Cowboys hung forty points on their defense. As long as my quarterback can hang forty points, and we can get things operating in that type of light, what other, what other team can we play? Right, that's better than those two teams. None, none, none. No other teams, right, that we can play. Now, it got down to the last drive last year versus the 49ers. It took 14 penalties, right, for us to get to that point. And, of course, Dak Prescott gifted the, the, the 49ers an INT on his side of the field, right? I know he can go back and look at tape, tape on that. But I can tell you, even on that play, to my God, my dog, Cedric Wilson, That DB made a play on the ball. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that last year's 49ers defense was still tops, right? Still tops. And it came down to the final minutes. 14 penalties. An INT, Dak Prescott can't have that. I'm not saying that Dak Prescott can walk on water. The haters out there (laughs) and everything. Hey, man, hey, man. See, Lobby saying that Dak Prescott can't do no harm, right? But I'm quite sure that if everything is all given the same, that those factors will not be the same. The 14 penalties will not exist again. The interception may still be there, by the way. and The interception may still be there. But, dogged, if you fall, fall still fighting. That's how I look at it. Being there aggressive, not Charlie check down. Run the ball when they in that quarter's defense. I'm quite sure we can beat the Niners. Can't we beat the Niners? Yes. The Broncos beat the Niners. The Chicago Bears beat the Niners. Didn't we beat the Chicago Bears, by the way? The Falcons beat the Niners. Y'all acting like the, the Niners are, are the 85 Bears themselves. And dumb penalties by Randy Gregory, yep. And we we were we were able to run on the Niners last year. We just stopped it. The guy with the clipboard was look. The guy with the clipboard <laughs> helped the Niners out more than the Niners. <laughs> i am awake? How are you? He said, "Y'all are terrible, <laughs> We're terrible enough to beat your team, right? Uh, Are are those facts? Yes or no? (laughs) Uh, Can somebody, for for my guy, because they need to wake him up. He said he's awake. But what's Dak Prescott record versus the Eagles? The last time the Eagles beat the quarterback Dak Prescott when he was playing with the Cowboys, right, was three years ago. (laughs) I got you. Lady Jessica said, emotional damage shoot don't let us get better baby (laughs) yes indeed ladies and gentlemen and that's even giving y'all a pick 6 man and he was terrible look Dak Prescott with these 14 INTs he's 8 and 2 shoot boy y'all better watch out huh (laughs) but the haters gonna hate But I look at it like this. If it's news for Dak Prescott to know and understand, to dissect what Eddie, George have to say, put it in his back pocket. Be like that goat I told y'all the other day. Just shake it off and stand on top of it, right? Game plan, but don't change your identity. Don't change. Be you. The best thing in life is understanding who you are. Be you. And show everyone. Don't be someone else. And never show your uniqueness. As I said before, everybody, write this down. Comparisons are the thief of all joys, I watched prime time most of my life growing up, right? And if you sit back and say, "Man, that prime man, he's got a lot of money. He got eight toes." I'm like, "Nah, God, let me let me keep my ten over here." Money, from a perspective, could be good. But it's not everything. Your health is everything. Your well-being is everything. Some people probably grew up their whole lives and I want to be just like him. Do you still want to? Things can happen just like that. There's some people that you look up to and you say, I want that life. And they don't wake up tomorrow. Live your life is the overall meaning. There's no shame that I'm throwing that pride. The man is a wonderful guy, but what I'm saying is, be you. Don't try to be someone else. There's nobody with your fingerprints. You uniquely built. They said you were fearful. You're made in the likeness of God. What if I told you? And you yourself, it's gone. Not with the big G, though. <laughs> but you got to believe it and manifest it. Greater works will you do. But you got to believe it and manifest it. Like I said, you ain't the big G. You're going to be the little G. You know, G-O-D. So these guys that's getting out there on the field, they got to understand that, hey, at these moments, it may not be a tomorrow. Everybody's one hit away. Everybody one hit away, so you got to present and bring forth your best, not your worst, your best. That's my thoughts of this. Write this down. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tauty and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you are gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all terror of your mind for it if you would simply go after the thing you do or you want with all of your capacity, with strength and scargassity, with faith, hope, and confidence, and stern pertinacity, if neither poverty, famish, or fame, or sickness of your body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged and grim and besiege and beset it with the help of Almighty, just like my girl said over here, Brandy, with the fate of a mustard seed, guess what? You will get it. You absolutely will. Y'all go look up in your Googles a mustard seed and let me know what that grow into, right? Write this down too. You see, the Creator Himself wants us to be blind, crippled, and crazy. Blind enough to walk by faith. Hmm? Crippled enough to lean on Him. And crazy enough to know that He will make a way out of nowhere. It's not the ones that's qualified that makes it. Because He makes the qualifications. He determines the qualifications. All together, Lacey. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing, and I mean just that nothing but the best. Let's go. DC for life. We're about to enroll those credits. Yeah. We might go live in another hour or so, right before New Year's. Come on. Y'all know how this go. Shout out to you, Alpha Red. Shout out to you, Jay Worthy. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. Marshall, thank you. Super Chats. Stokes. Sadiq. Steve Q Doll. Shout out to you. Paul. Halle. Hallelujah. Eastside, the number... Five Cowboy fan of all time. time. He ain't number one. (laughs) Antonio. JD. Press Ham. Appreciate you. Alpha Red John
2: Jones. Off the top row. Come on. Don't switch sides,
0: baby. It's It's about loyalty.
2: Nike, Shout out to you Appreciate y'all you just What love on the shelf
0: And A- A- Ron I see you Call it too legit Now I don't want y'all talking about those interceptions next year You know what I'm saying I'm gonna hit y'all with That was last year This New Year baby 2023 <laughs> We 12 and 4 last year man everything starts over 2023 come on y'all know how this goes let's get it Charles sons of God rise up appreciate you breaking news for the new year shout out to y'all Shout out to the champagne drinkers, the Hennessy, the 45 drinkers, baby. <laughs> Come on. I just wanna run it up. Yeah. Remember, there's no statue. Raised to a critic. <laughs> Ghostface with the number one truth. Who cares about interception? As long as we win, you ain't lying. Let's, let's slow down just a little bit. Hey. Y'all be sure, do me a huge favor. Hit that like. Share it as carefully. Please hit that like. I ain't too proud to bet. Got too, I don't got that much pride in me, huh? Take a of my Eddie George day, did play for the Dallas Cowboys out, for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> he said, CD better than any of the coats wide receiver. Don't let the I'm French. Marvin Harrison was a dog, dog. And Reggie Wayne a thing. Hey Reggie, Reggie, Reggie in the Hall of Fame. I know Marvin is. Y'all let me know. I I follow. Genghis says Ohio State or Georgia law. Mm. I'm a southern guy. Even though I like Ohio State, I'm ready to go for the south. Georgia, pull it off. All alone. Down, boy, down no football tomorrow. Yeah, Brandy, you're right. Hey, low key, somebody will write with Ray Lewis. He ended Eddie George's career. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all said y'all want Monty. Hold on, Monty.
4: The answered. I talked stuff. I thought we had it, but it goes <laughs> to show you who's a better
0: team. These yeah. Sticking Cowboys. He said. You're, you're crying. I'm hurt. What's my girl? I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You gonna flap the hat one more time for me? <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles hard me for the 2022 season.
4: Let's go, Birds! Fly, Eagles, fly,
0: fly, still Super Bowl chances now. Oh my gosh, man! I had to do that one, man. Shout out to y'all, man! So much, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, we get on up out of here, though. Oh my gosh, man! Can you please? She said, "Can you please <laughs> flap the hat one more time?" <laughs>
2: like this
0: month, and nothing's don't miss? working no he's good that motherfucker don't, don't miss that man says. he's good That's in the heat of, of battle he don't because miss you <laughs> know. in the heat of controversy he don't <laughs> miss you know the thought process of buying one of those I guarantee you he woke up early that morning right he put on that uh, the airbrush shirt right he done ironed his pants so hard right and he went to that store and they say that hat 132 dollars Whatever it is, he said, Man, I'm gonna flap this hat and talk so much stuff. (laughs) That's why he was crying because he swiped that card. He only had $140 left in his account. (laughs) But he said, Man, I'm gonna buy this hat, man. I'm gonna rub it in. I'm gonna rub it in on them cowboys. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. That's why you would cry. <laughs> That's not the one that hat,
4: boy.
3: <laughs>
2: Emotional
4: damage. I I
1: Shame. Shame. Shame.
0: You know, when he bought that hat, he had this song in his mind.
2: are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's
0: working but the next time D C for life. Because you don't know who